In preparation for today's message, we shall be reading from the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verses 1 to 28. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham as he was returning from the slaughter of the kings, and blessed him, to whom also Abraham apportioned a tenth of all the spoils, was first of all by the translation of his name, King of Righteousness, and then also King of Salem, which is King of Peace, without father, without mother, without genealogy, having never beginning of days, nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, he remains a priest perpetually. Now observe how great this man was, to whom Abraham the patriarch gave a tenth of the choicest spoils, and those indeed the sons of Levi who received the priest's office have a commandment in the law to collect a tenth from the people, that is, from their countrymen, although they are descended from Abraham, but the one whose genealogy is not raised from them collected a tenth from Abraham and blessed the one who had the promises, but without any dispute, the lesser person is blessed by the greater. In this case, mortal men receive tithes, but in that case, one received them of whom it is witness that he lives on. And so to speak through Abraham, even Levi, who received tithes, has paid tithes. For he was still in the loins of his forefather when Melchizedek met him. So, if the perfection was through the Levitical priesthood, for on the basis of the of it, the people received the law, what further need was there for another priest to arise according to order of Melchizedek and not be designated according to the order of Aaron? For when the prison is changed of necessity, there takes place a change of law also. For the one of whom these things are said belongs to another tribe from which no one has officiated at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord was descended from Judah, a tribe with reference to which Moses said nothing concerning the priests. And this is a clear still, if another priest arises according to the likeness of Melchizedek, who has become a priest not on the basis of law or physical requirement, but according to the power of an indestructible life. For it is attested of him, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. For the one hand, there is the nullification of a former commandment because of this, of its weakness and uselessness for the law made nothing perfect. On the other hand, there is the introduction of a better hope through which we come near to God and to the extent that it was not without an oath. For they did become priests without an oath, but he with an oath through the one who said to him, The Lord has sworn 
and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever by the same extent. Jesus also became the guarantee of a better covenant. The former priests on the one hand existed in the greater numbers because they were prevented by death from continuing. Jesus on the other hand because he continues forever holds his priesthood permanently. Therefore, he is also able to save forever those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. For it was fitting for us to have a high priest, holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinner, and exalted above the heavens, who has no deity like those high priests to offer up sacrifices, first for his own sins, and then for the sins of the people. Because he did this once for all time, when he offered up himself, for the law appoints men as high priests who are weak, but the word of the oath, which came after the law, appoints a son who has been made perfect forever. Good evening, brothers and sisters, once again. Uh, Kamusta po ang inyong nakaraang linggo? We had uh, a very meaty discussion last Sunday about uh, the book of Hebrews, the last chapter of, uh, uh, the last uh, part of chapter 6. And now we come to uh, Hebrews chapter 7. Five more chapters, we are halfway through uh, the book of Hebrews. And now the author goes back to, uh, to Melchizedek. He stopped and rebuked uh, some of the audience, some of the recipients, those who, have, uh, those who are apostates, those who are uh, fake believers, those who are infants, and now we are back to, to have some solid food. Before we begin, let's uh, join our hearts once again in prayer. Our Father in heaven, O oh Lord, we humble ourselves before you. Lord, right now we, uh, we pray for your uh, leading. We pray for your guidance. We pray for your Holy Spirit to be with us, strengthen us, and allow us to focus on your word. And uh, we pray that we will, we will be able to uh, apply this. And uh, we will be a blessing to others also. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Christ and Melchizedek. We will be discussing about Melchizedek. He was only mentioned three times in the book, in the Bible. Uh, he was mentioned more in the New Testament. He was uh, studying. Maybe he was uh, the thesis of the author because uh, he really uh, uh, studied about Melchizedek. He even uh, taught them who Melchizedek was because in the Old Testament he was only mentioned in uh, Genesis and uh, uh, Psalms. The author led the readers back to the discussion on Melchizedek. Remember he stopped in uh, chapter 5 and rebuked some of the, the listeners. 
he mentioned what was most uh, what most Jews knew about Melchizedek, then discussing what was not so familiar to them. Because uh, we will see that maybe they have questions hanging in their uh, minds that Jesus Christ is high priest, but he is uh, from the line of uh, Judah. How can that happen? He wasn't uh, 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 in the line or in the order of uh, Levi. How can he become uh, a high priest? So those are the questions. That's why it's very important that the author discuss and uh, uh, tackle this issue with regards to uh, the priestly order. So we can see that uh, uh, Melchizedek was king of Salem and uh, priest of the highest. He met Abraham after Lot's rescue from the kings of the east. Melchizedek means uh, king of righteousness and uh, he was king of Salem which means uh, king of peace. Now those are all titles of who? It's, uh, it's a title of someone familiar. Who do you think? The Lord Jesus Christ. Those are his titles also. So Melchizedek means king of righteousness and uh, king of peace uh, because he is the king of Salem. He had no recorded beginnings and no end, a priest forever. In a sense, he was like the Son of God. It says in uh, verses 1 to 3. He is a typology, an Old Testament type of Christ. Some theologians believe that Melchizedek was an angel or a theophany. A theophany is, a, is an appearance of God here on earth. That's a theophany. Let's read in uh, verse 1. For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, met Abraham as he was returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham appointed a tenth of all the spoils. Was first of all, by the translation of his name, King of Righteousness, and then also King of Salem, which is King of Peace, without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days and end of life, but made like the Son of God. He remains a priest perpetually. Let's go to point number one. Melchizedek is greater than Levi. Melchizedek was greater than Abraham and Levi, who was not yet born, but was in Abraham's loins. Abraham gave a tenth of the best spoils to this priest. It was as if Levi's priesthood gave a tithe to this man. Thus, Melchizedek's priesthood is higher than Levi's and Aaron's. Later, we will see why he was discussing this. Let's read in... Uh, Verse 4 to 6. Now observe how great this man was, to whom Abraham the patriarch gave a tenth of the choicest spoils, and those indeed of the sons of Levi who received the priest's office have a commandment in the law to collect a tenth from the people, that is, from their countrymen. Although they are descended from Abraham, but the one whose genealogy is not traced from them collected a tenth from Abraham and Abraham and blessed the one who had the promise, promises. Brothers, let us not 
forget you know, that uh, it's not really the author's point to to uh, to discuss only Melchizedek alone. The author of Hebrews is more interested again in showing off Jesus Christ's superiority as as priest, how he became a high priest, how in the order of Melchizedek and not in the order of Aaron or Levi. But remember, we discussed it. We're discussing that Aaron is uh, uh, Jesus is far greater, incomparable to 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 Aaron, to Moses, to all the prophets. That's why right now he is said to be in the order of Melchizedek, who has no beginning and no end. The author tried to explain how superior Melchizedek was. To the Levitical priests. The son of Levi collected tithes from their countrymen, from the descendants of Abraham. But Melchizedek collected a tenth from Abraham. Melchizedek did not have a genealogy. In those days, people remember you by who your parents were. They did not use last names. Thus, this Melchizedek was uh, a mystery. But this is for sure, he blessed Abraham. Now uh, in uh, verse 7, but without any dispute, the lesser person is blessed by the greater. Melchizedek blessed Abraham after winning the battle, after the, they have uh, conquered uh, most of the kings of the east. Uh, after conquering the kings of the east, he blessed Abraham. In this case, mortal men receive tithes, but in that case, one receives them of whom it is witnessed that he lives on, talking about Melchizedek. And so to speak, through Abraham, even Levi, who received tithes, has paid tithes. For he was still in the loins of his forefather when Melchizedek met him. Even before uh, Levi was born, Abraham already gave a tenth of his spoils from of war. To Melchizedek, even before uh, uh, Levi became uh, a high priest. The author also reasoned that Levi paid tithes to this priest, how? Through Abraham, when Levi was still in the body of Abraham, even before uh, Levi was uh, born. When scripture says that Melchizedek lives on, it, means, it, may, it may mean that the typology lives on. Or he lives on because it was God appearing as man. This is going to be a mystery for us forever. Let's go to number two. The Levitical priesthood is imperfect. Another priest needed to arise because the Levitical law was not perfect. The priestly line of Aaron needed to be replaced by the eternal priest, who? The Lord Jesus Christ. Christ's priesthood is based on his indestructible life, not bloodline, unlike Aaron's descendants, who would die. Those are all immortal uh, beings. Those who have been a high priest uh, will eventually die. But the Lord Jesus Christ is alive forever. He is our high priest forever. Let's read in uh, verse 11. So if perfection was through the Levitical priesthood, for on the basis of it, the people received the law, 
What further need was there for another priest or a subordinate to the order of Melchizedek and not be designated accord, according to the order of Aaron? For when the priesthood is changed of necessity, there takes place a change of law also. The Jewish people might argue that Christ is from the tribe of Judah, not Levi. That's why he is discussing this to them. Because uh, they know what, what the procedure is. To become a high priest, you need to be in the order of the Levitical priests. Thus, Christ could not be a priest. That's why. <clears throat> the author addressed this by saying that Christ's priesthood is not under Levi, but Melchizedek. We are righteous before God, brothers and sisters, and so find peace with Him by who? Not by Melchizedek, but by the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is our High Priest forever. He is the one who sacrificed Himself once and for all for our sins. He is our High Priest, praise God. Let's read in uh, verse 13. For the one about whom these things are said belong to another tribe from which no one has appreciated at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord was descended from Judah, a tribe in reference to which Moses said nothing concerning priests. So that's why he discussed about Melchizedek. Christ's priesthood is based on an indestructible life. It was prophesied that he is a priest according to the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek is acknowledged by the Hebrews because of Abraham, because uh, of the Psalms. In Psalm 110, 4, uh, David wrote about Melchizedek. This is a messianic prophecy. That's why they recognize the priesthood of Melchizedek. His resurrection, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, is proof that he, that his, that his life is unconquerable. He defeated death. Sabi ko nga kanina, we have uh, a high priest. We can come to Christ. We are righteous before God. And so have peace with him because of the Lord Jesus Christ. In uh, verse 15, and this is clearer still, if another priest arises according to the likeness of Melchizedek, who has become a priest, not on the basis of a law, of physical requirements, but according to the power of an indestructible life, for it is attested of him. You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. This is found in Psalm 110. This is again a messianic prophecy that uh, David wrote about uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. The author now clarifies the weakness of the law and the better hope in Christ. Christ is the guarantee of the better covenant. Let's read in uh, verse 18. For on the one hand, there is the nullification of a former commandment because of its weakness and uselessness, for the law made nothing perfect. On the other hand, there is an introduction of a better hope through which we come near to God and to the extent 
that it was not without an oath, for they indeed became priests without an oath, but he with an oath through the one who said to him. Uh, this is uh, Psalm 110, the first part. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever. By the same, by the same extent, Jesus also has become the guarantee of a better of a better covenant. The Levitical priests were mortal. Christ is eternal. There were generations to continue the priesthood. Christ is alone because he lives forever. There is no successor. The, Le the Levitical priests need to have a successor. Our Lord Jesus Christ, our King forever, and our High Priest has no successor. The finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ is enough. The, the, when he died on the cross and offered his self as sacrifice, that's enough for us to have peace with God and to be righteous before him. The former priest, let's read in um, verse 23, the former priest on the one hand existed in greater number because they were prevented by death from continuing. Jesus, on the other hand, because he continues forever, holds his priesthood permanently. Christ is perfect and eternal. Let's go to number three. Christ lives forever. Thus, he can save all who come to God through him, unlike Aaron's priests, who were sinners. They were numerous because death prevented them from continuing. Christ was blameless and exalted above the heavens. He was sinless, thus the only perfect high priest. Let's read in uh, verse 25. Therefore, he is also able to save forever those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercessions for them. For it was fitting for us to have such a high priest, holy, innocent, undefiled, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens, who was, who has no daily needs like those high priests, to offer up sacrifices first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people, because he did not, because he did once for all time when he offered up himself, for the law appoints men as high priests who are weak, but the word of the oath which came after the law, appoints a son who has been made perfect forever. Brothers, this is a blessing for us that we have a high priest. We are all sinners, and we, have, we praise God that Jesus Christ uh, paid for all our sins. Let's look at our application. We need to believe in the superiority of Christ. That's why we are discussing this, brothers. We need to emphasize that the most important is the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what the author is telling us. That's what the author was telling his, uh, his listeners. Number one, believe with full conviction that Christ is superior to Judaism, Aaron and the Levitical priesthood. In our context, believe with full conviction that there is none more worthy than the sinless Christ. He is above religion. 
Are you still praying to uh, different uh, idols? Are you still uh, doubting the Lord Jesus Christ because of an unanswered prayer? Have you uh, questioned the Lord because you are in trouble? Christ is superior, superior above above everything, even our trials and tribulations. Therefore, do not make the Christian life about religion. It is about Him, about Jesus Christ. It is about repenting of our sins because He commanded He commanded it. It is about believing in Him. It is never about the religion. Religion cannot save us. It's never about the religion. It's about your relationship with Jesus Christ. It's about your relationship with Him that will uh, allow you to, uh, to, to grow. It's your relationship with Him that will save you from the nation. Number two, only trust in Christ. Believe that all men are sinners, including Peter, Paul, and Mary. That's a band, no? Napakagandang banda But that's, uh, that's, those are humans also. We cannot say that, uh, yes, they were blessed because they were uh, part of uh, Jesus' life, but we cannot give praises to them. We cannot give glory to them. Glory is to Christ alone. The same is true for the church fathers and the faithful among us. Let us not look at our uh, pastor. I don't want to go to the church anymore because the, the pastor is like this. Let's stop and just uh, base our uh, uh, belief in God alone, in, in the Bible, in Jesus Christ. Only Christ is blameless and sinless. So let's stop looking at others. Then say, I will stop uh, praising the Lord because of that person. I will go back to my old ways because I, I stumbled. Now stop blaming others and stop looking at them. Stop looking at others, even your disciple, disciple or uh, the leader of your uh, group group, they sin. Now, that's why we have one another. We have each other to to correct one another, not to judge one another. But instead, let us help one another. Because only Jesus Christ is blameless. <clears throat> he is the only perfect mediator between God and man. What we should do is, we should approach one, no one else for His mercy and grace. It is a false hope to pray to saints. Brothers and sisters, let's stop praying to to uh, idols, to those revulto uh, that they say, and pray to the one true God, and pray to the Lord Jesus Christ, because uh, we can only come to the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ. And number three, and this is our last, come to Christ for salvation. Christ is perfect. He intercedes and saves all who come to Him in faith. Our motto this year is by faith alone, sola fide. By faith, we mean a full conviction to all His claims and promises, which results in following Him until the end. Let us uh, 
encourage one another to uh, to always uh, be a blessing. Let us encourage one another to to move on and not stop and not be uh, discouraged because of uh, the trials of this this world. Therefore, we should come to Christ in faith, believing that He will save us. He will, he will answer prayers, especially when we pray for our loved ones for salvation. God wants us to pray that way. He wants us to pray a selfless prayer that uh, others will also experience the salvation that the Lord Jesus Christ uh, can give. He can he can uh, comfort his people by uh, answering prayers that are really selfless. He gives us uh, this uh, certain relief that when we pray for others, we, we have this uh, uh, joy in our hearts. Since his priesthood, Jesus' priesthood is forever, we should proclaim the gospel to the next generation. Let us not stop and uh, iasa natin sa, sa mga ibang tao. It's our obligation to uh, to preach and continue yung, yung work ni, ni Lord no? by making disciples. <clears throat> Let us uh, not stop and be discouraged once again, brothers. It's a reminder for us. <clears throat> Christ is perfect. He intercedes and saves all who come to Him in faith. By faith means a full conviction of all His claims and promises, which results in following until the end. That's a very good reminder for us. Therefore, we should come to Christ in faith, believing that He will save us. He alone will save us. No one else. Not even the prophets not even the saints. Since his priesthood is forever, we should proclaim the gospel to the next generation and the next and to the next and to the next. He is in the, his indestructible life makes him the eternal priest of all generations. It's very important that we come to Christ for salvation, our salvation and the salvation of our loved ones. If you have someone in mind right now, you have to really pray hard to God that he, he would allow you, that He will allow that person to have a, a relationship with Him. And lastly, again, we are uh, reminded to Go and make disciples. Continue with your growth groups. If you have no growth groups yet, we are encouraging everyone to connect and that we can uh, uh, grow in Christ. Not grow only in intellect, but also in our uh, spiritual life. And lastly, may I end with this. A poem written by our pastor once again. Eternal priest. Earthly priests are so imperfect, born with a spiritual defect. The defect is mortality brought about by sin's cruelty. 
Only the one who is perfect can fix this spiritual defect. He is high priest eternally, who intercedes continually. Thus, come to Christ by faith alone, not religion or any clone. The fool will try to imitate. Avoid them all. Don't take the bait. Earthly priests, false teachers reject. With God's word, our teachers inspect. For only Christ, our sins atone. Thus we bow to the word and throne. Praise God. Let's bow down our heads and uh, pray. Our Father in heaven, Lord, you are our high priest. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are there, that you have atoned for our sins. You are forever enthroned. And Lord, we come before you for strength. We come before you to lift up your uh, what you have done. Oh Lord, you are far greater than all the prophets. You are greater than Melchizedek because you are God, you are creator, you are victorious, you have defeated death. When, if we have you, Lord, we have everything we need. And we lift your name on high. Once again, we humble ourselves before you. We cannot do anything without your blessing without you allowing us to grow. Lord, forgive us of all our sins. Forgive us of all our unrighteousness. And we pray that you will use us to proclaim your, your gospel, Lord God. To proclaim the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ dying on the cross for our sins and you have risen and defeated death and you are at the right hand Lord we thank you we thank you we praise you Lord in Jesus name Amen